As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. The Saints 2020 season is over, but this offseason is going to be the biggest, craziest Saints offseason since 2006. Hell, it might be the craziest offseason the Saints have ever had. And you're going to want Saints breaking news. And guess what? The Saints happy hour, we deliver breaking news podcast every time something happens with the Saints. And you're going to need your Saints fix. You're going to want to know what's going on, and we deliver it for you. Become a patron for 10 bucks, You get the best swag box, four swag items. Amazing. You get access to the Discord channel where you can talk Saints 24-7 in a private chat. And you get access to this podcast ad-free every single day. No ads ever. You need the Saints Happy Hour podcast during the Saints offseason. So do it. Go to saintshappyhour.com and sign up today. That's saintshappyhour.com. This is Sean Payton, head coach of the New Orleans Saints. What's with this Saints happy cast? This has to be the worst Saints podcast in the world. Ralph can't say anyone's name right. Andrew doesn't know football. Everyone has a hard time listening to Dave. And is Kevin even there tonight? The audio with this podcast, my God, the audio, it's its painful. All right, everybody, welcome to Saints Happy Hour Podcast. Off to a rip-roaring start. Thomas, I'm sorry I added the Kevin isn't here video. I added it late. It played on top of everything. I'll get it right in 2022, I swear to God. Uh... Me running this podcast is as bad as the Saints' offense in the fourth quarter. Yesterday, the Saints are done. Season kaput, finished. Dave, you were at the game yesterday. Was it as sad as it looked on the TV? It was It was so much worse. <laughs> worse than like the audio in the pre-show? Wait, what? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I couldn't hear myself. I was the one with the bad audio, and I couldn't hear myself, so I can't compare. Uh, yeah, the game. Look, uh, I was fortunate enough to be one of—I don't know. It seemed like they had a little more than three thousand in there. I think they might have been pushing four or five thousand. But um, lucky enough to get a ticket, win the lottery, and uh, you know, every, everybody, everybody that had a Drew Brees jersey was definitely wearing it. Even I—I I broke my own rule. Uh, you know that an an adult male. A middle-aged man should not be wearing a football jersey, but I, I went ahead and wore my Drew Brees one to the game. Um, it was, you know, it was exciting, and the Saints got off to a good start. I mean, let's talk about Deontay Harris first. Um, this was supposed to be my game. This was supposed to it be— It was. I've, I, I, when he was going to the end zone, I, had the, I was ready to do the tweet, and then I saw the flag, and I was like, ah. And by the way, Andrew— <laughs> Your son, your UDFA son, he's disowned, right? You, you've excommunicated him from the Juge family. 
Unmute yourself, Juge. <laughs> Unmute yourself. I was <laughs> muted. I never mute myself. How did that happen? <laughs> um, no, I, I was, uh, you know, Hendrickson might be gone, and so Granderson may have an opportunity to work himself back in, depending on how next season goes. But yeah, for now, he's sleeping in the outside in the doghouse, uh, and it's pretty cold out here in Charlottesville. So when he comes back home, uh, he will have a very cold outdoor little <laughs> shed to sleep in. Uh, Keep him away from me, because uh, I was not a happy camper with uh, your son there. Yeah. I was not a happy camper. I mean, Dave, you've been waiting. You've been waiting for that. Dave's, Dave's son made a mistake of not touching you've that guy. You've been waiting guy. for that all year. In, compar- in comparison to that, what Granderson <laughs> did was like 10x. I mean, in, in all seriousness, um, in all seriousness, I mean, we obviously we all point to the Jared Cook fumble as the turning point of the game and the one Andrew play that called that really in a text the chain. By the way, I don't know if Dave, if you were on that, but he was like, "I have a uh-uh. bad feeling for Cook this week." Uh-huh. <laughs> um, but uh, you know, you could you could you could easily point to the Granderson penalty. Uh, you know, Deontay takes that one back to the house. It's uh, you know ten nothing. They're off to a good start. The they've got the momentum. Who knows what happens after that? I mean, uh, that's no. sick catch. That's sick catch by Michael Thomas. You know, if he just gets yeah two feet in, there, I celebrated know. that. I, that was that was in front of me, uh, close on my side of the field, but it was on the near side of the field. And when I saw him catch it, I thought he had it. I thought it was a touchdown. Yeah. I saw the replay. And, and when when I watched it live, I actually thought the Michael Thomas thing was touchdown i thought oh my god he caught that and i actually thought the traquan play was not a touchdown live i was surprised to see that he actually got two feet in there yeah i felt bad for traquan he could have gone in the hall of playoff heroes i mean the trick play to J- from Jameis, the texas second touchdown he had a big third down catch and oh by the yeah. way I know a lot of people in my emails, for whatever reason, were very down on Sean Payton, his play call, and they're like, the NFL has figured out his offense. I mean, I thought Sean Payton's game plan yesterday, the play calling was good enough. And, Andrew, to just flat out steal the Bears' play a week later, the balls on that man to run the exact same fucking play. And it worked like a charm, and the Saints caught it. It was ma- it was magical. I went and actually uh, found the play in question. I sent it to you, Ralph. Did you, you did watch that. Yeah, you did. So I, I found the play, and just to make sure, because I was like, God, that looks awful similar to what the Bears ran. And I watched the play during the game, and you, you, it is a mirror image. Like it is like when you say they copy the Bears, the alignment was the same. The, the way they ran the reverse and the pitch was the same. The route by the receiver was the same. It was a mirror image, a complete and the thing, carbon copy. The thing was, it was Dave, that was great was it's like the, you know, we always joke, Traquan The Smith, only difference is Traquan caught the ball. Yeah, the, the, <laughs> we always joke that Traquan is amazing when people forget that he doesn't exist. And it was that was like the, the most peak Traquan play ever. But the thing that blew my mind is they brought Winston in the game. Taysom isn't active. Like, if you're Tampa, aren't you like, they got Winston in this game. It's like something is fucking up here. Like, I mean, like, it was it was it blew my mind how, how well that worked. You know what? Sorry, go ahead, Dave. You're about to say something. No, no, go ahead. Well, I, I was going to say, I, I wanted to ask you guys. So, 
Aikman said something interesting in that game. Oh yeah. Which was which was that, you know, hey, they called two shot plays in two weeks, and last week they had Taysom throw that ball. Obviously, he got hit and fumbled, but but he was the quarterback in the game to make that throw. And then on the trick play, it was Jameis. And so the point that Aikman was making is, look, like when they're trying to get these big chunk plays, these big shot plays, they're having other quarterbacks in the game throwing it instead of Drew. And I was wondering, do you guys agree that Jameis was in there to throw that trick play? Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. For his arm? Or do you guys think it was more of like he used to play for Tampa, kind of like a... I think it was... Yes. Yes. (laughs) All of the above. Yes. I mean, I think 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 the main reason is obviously his arm, and they they needed a score. I... Does, t- does Taysom think, throw that bass if he's probably? Healthy? But Taysom, dude, yes, I mean, Traquan was open, so yeah, he didn't he didn't have to wait for Traquan to get open. He could. But, uh, but my Traquan my question, but my question is, if yes, Taysom they is playing, would they would they have still a Jameis throw that ball, or would they have mm. had Taysom in there instead? I think I think they would have had Taysom. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think they would have fucked with Jameis. I mean, uh, but look, they, I, I, you know, to answer your question, Andrew, obviously, I, I think the. The majority of it was, look, they they needed to take a shot downfield, and Drew just can't do that. Um, you yeah. Know, it was just icing on the cake that uh, this happened to be against the Bucks. But it is it is uh, comical that the highest rated quarterback in this game was James Winston. I mean, like, well, let's <laughs> by far the best thrower in the game. You know, let's get in. Let's get into the the Saints. Uh offense but I felt like Drew was bad but in a sense Andrew I can make the argument like the offense it wasn't it wasn't I wouldn't say it wasn't it wasn't clicking it wasn't firing on all cylinders it was very difficult but it was fine they were up 20 to 13 they hit Cook on a nice design play they're gonna have first and 10 at about the Tampa 35 like it was fine until Jared Cook fumbled, and then they just went in self-destruct mode. But what happened, like, besides the interceptions, why was Tampa all of a sudden, it seemed like the pressure from them just turned up after that Cook fumble? And it was only 20 to 20, so what what the hell happened in the fourth in the fourth quarter that Tampa just turned up the pressure and sort of, they sort of, they shook Drew. Yeah, I think uh, 
I don't know. I mean, I know the Saints ran a couple sneaks with Drew, and there were a couple times where he was standing there and kind of trying to shake his shoulder loose. And it's hard to tell sometimes if he's just doing that because it's like a nervous tick. Yeah, he or, always or, does that. Or, or if something was wrong. Like, he, he looked physically uncomfortable to me. Uh, so I, I wouldn't be surprised if – I mean, I know he's been dealing with the rib stuff, but I, I wouldn't be surprised if he aggravated something or – had a new injury, but you know, he took some shots in that game. So, I mean, who knows? Uh, we talked about this some in the post game, Ralph, but um, th- this one's difficult for me. Like I have mixed emotions on how to really, I've been thinking about this all day. Like how, how do I address the elephant in the room? Because Drew was horrible. Like he, Here, I want to, he, he looked, he looked done. I want to, like, I want to quickly get to like, a place where we're respecting what he's done I wanna, for the team. I, I, and that's a great point, and it gives me a chance to segue to this, and I want both of you thoughts on this. I was watching ESPN today. It's always hard to watch the playoffs, and I didn't binge podcasts because the Saints are out, so I didn't listen to any of them. But Dominic Foxworth was on ESPN um, uh, one of their one of their talk sh- one of their talk shows they have, and he made an interesting point. He's like. He's like, at first, I was sad for Drew Brees because he had a terrible fourth quarter, and I was like, he's a Hall of Famer. That's a horrible way to go out. And then he thought about it, and he he said, you know what? I changed my mind. He says, as an NFL player, the way Drew Brees went out is the exact way that I would want to go out. He said, because think about it. If Drew Brees throws for 350 and four, and the Saints drop a touchdown or their defense lets him down, he'd be like, this is my final game, and I was great, and you guys didn't hold up your end of the bargain. Maybe I can keep playing. Yesterday, he knew, like, it's over. It's I cannot do this anymore. I gave everything I had, and I'm done. And that, Dominic Foxworth say, is like more the more the better way to go out because you know – in your mind and in your heart, it's it's over. I, it, there was no bad breaks. I just don't have it anymore. And I I thought that was an interesting interesting way to put it. It doesn't it doesn't make it hurt any less for me because I still wanted the Saints to win Drew's last home game. But I don't. I thought it was an interesting way to put it. Dave, your thoughts on? Well, I mean, I, no, I, I I get that, and I I mean I like that. I I like the fact that I'm I'm one of those people that. Uh, you know, is always wondering, you know, I'm always contemplating what could have been or what could be. And, you know, like you said, if Drew Brees' last game, he goes out and throws for 350, 400 yards and three touchdowns, and then he decides to retire. The rest of my life, I'm going to wonder, well, man, you know, especially if the Saints don't have a good quarterback uh, next year, I'm going to wonder, man, could they have made, you know, one more run or could done another run? Um, So... It is nice to just sort of get some sort of uh, closure on it in a way. But at the same time, you know, we're not getting closure. We're not getting to celebrate him. You know, he's not playing in front of 70,000 people. Uh, He's uh, not getting another championship. Uh, He's ending it on a bad note and... And, and and you know it's it's fine if it's fine if the last game you know an aging quarterback plays he goes out there and he stinks it up that way he's got closure and he knows he's not going to be great but uh, it's it sucks when it's in the divisional round of the playoffs I mean you well know, I'll, I'll week, say this that could be week seventeen of the regular season of an eight and eight season uh, 
and it doesn't it hurts a little bit less than when it's in the divisional round of the playoffs and you've been playing okay and you're in a game that you could possibly win but your tight end fumbles the ball in field goal <laughs> range uh when you could go up by 10 points maybe even 14 points instead you give it up and the other team scores and it's a 10 or 14 point swing and it totally changes the fucking goddamn game jared cook Tampa Bay was his house of fucking horrors this year. He was Drew, he was he was god awful in the game they won thirty eight to three. If the Saints go up ten points or fourteen they're, points, it's then, over. You know they're also they, Drew probably doesn't throw those other interceptions no. either because they're probably running it with Kamara and they're keeping it on the ground more. And the whole game, I just you know, <sighs> it's it, tough. It's a tough pill to swallow. It really is. It's not as bad as 2018, <laughs> but it's a tough pill to swallow. Well, it's not it. It's not as bad as 2018. Um, and I hate, look, and, and as far as Drew Brees is concerned, I, I fucking hate that this is the way it's ended. It's disappointing. It sucks. Um, uh, I, I, maybe they'll listen to your idea where maybe they sign him to a contract for a day. Uh, they let him go out there for a snap or a series or something once the stadium's filled back up and there's 70,000 people. Um uh, he just this just is like which is just a shitty way to go out, and then and then and then I I think and then what makes matters worse what what made yesterday so fucking miserable, is is that you have to watch Tom Brady continue on and Tom Brady's a year older than Drew and Tom has seemed to just play better and better as the season has gone on and he can still throw the ball downfield and he's. Definitely going to come back he again. Su- he sucked in that game. Come on. He wa- I don't care if he sucked, but he won the game, and he's going to be playing. Yeah. He, he he went to a different team and took and took a mediocre team all the way to the NFC Championship uh, by bringing Gronk with him and everything else. Um, and, you know, Arians isn't a great coach. I, I think Tom Brady is. Has... Can, can we talk about Bruce Arians and just his look yesterday? <laughs> I didn't see him. I'm sure it was as I mean, bad as he all looked. Other he looks. looked like he had a bomb strapped to his chest. He looked like he, like he dis- the, his hair in the back was disheveled. His mask looked ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, the whole look was just like his face was real red, like he had been drinking wine for a week straight. Like it, it's just, it, it was really kind of embarrassing to just look at him and know that Sean Payton was losing. <laughs> well. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, just it, it, it was it was it was salt in the wound. It was a slap in the face that we have to watch Tom Brady move on and that we have to watch him, uh, you know, be more durable and, and get to play a longer career. Um, and potentially, you know, he's going to have the career touchdown record now. He'll he'll hold on to that. Um, it's just uh, that that just it just added insult to injury. That's real. That's what really made it worse. I had to walk out of the goddamn stadium and watch Aaron Andrews interview smiling ass, plastic faced fucking Tom Brady. Yeah, sorry about the video, guys. Thomas keeps saying we have to do 720. If we do four, if we do 420, we look horrible. But I don't think my computer can handle pushing out 720. So next week we'll go back to the uh, mediocre quality video. That's mediocre, but not uh, dropping 7,000 frames a minute. Um, the thing is, Andrew, you also that was... kept the background moving. You were not <laughs> supposed to keep the background yeah. moving. Yeah, yeah. 
the back the back the background is giving people seizures. Is that what I'm seeing in the chat? No, but there's just too much shit going on. There's the <laughs> background moving. There's the GIF of Kevin. Like I don't know. Can't handle it. Football is in full effect with many teams strutting their stuff. You might not be at the game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure you get in on everything imaginable this season. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any other place online. Head to Bet Online today and use promo code ARMCHAIR to take advantage of all the great sign up bonuses. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. So we'll just... Anyway, but back to Drew. My heart, my heart wants to say that he's going to come. I know he's un, you know, non-committal. Uh, I think that's that's ridiculous. That's a crock of shit. Um, I, you know, my heart wants him to stay. My heart says there's no way you can go out like this. I said, I said on the big show before this game, I said there's no way you can lose to Drew Brees. There's, you can't let that, you can't let that be the way you go out, uh, especially not after you throw three interceptions. But uh, obviously, my head. Uh, he's, knows he's, that, uh, he's, he's, he's done. He's done. I mean, you could see it with his kids, and it, it's it's ironic, though. Yeah, sorry, Ralph. Go ahead. No, with his kids, he's th- Brady threw the touchdown. He's kind of like slow dancing with Brittany on the side. Like, I mean, it's 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 a wrap. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you know. Uh, I, I was gonna say, uh, Dave. You know, just kind of getting back to I think a point you made several times. Just the irony that. I thought the defense actually played great. I, I thought they played really well, especially early. And, you know, you can't really blame them. I mean, they gave up three touchdowns on short fields. You know, one was a yeah. pra- practically a pick six, and then the other two turnovers were inside the same, you know, inside the 40. So, you know, Tampa had three short drives to get three touchdowns, and otherwise they settled for three field goals. And um, so I thought the defense played well. They got They were gassed late. You could tell they just kind of ran out of – they ran out of gas, but it's just kind of ultimate irony, like David said earlier, uh, just that they finally found a defense for Drew, and he had to throw – he had to play basically his worst game. And he played bad in the playoffs last year too, you know. It's just like he, Drew is wasting defensive performances, and it just – you wonder if it's kind of like part of it's like, see how it feels, guys? See how it feels to lose games and fail on our goals because I can't help you out when you're playing great. It's all—it's almost like he's giving the defense a taste of their own medicine. Well, it's funny because <laughs> Ralph said he didn't listen to any podcasts. Uh, I listened to a bunch of podcasts today. I like to—I uh, like, you like to, to cut yourself, Dave, and make yourself bleed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and so, I mean, I, I was listening to Pardon My Take, and I mean, and Big Cat was saying, you know, do you think there's any Saints fans out there that are just totally, you know, upset at, at, at what could have been and how many Super Bowls they left on the table or, you know? Uh, no, not, not a one. And, 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 and PFT, PFT was like, I don't, I don't know if there's there's that many people and i'm like what are you talking about yes we are all yes. we all cannot believe how much how many years of drew Brees we have wasted and yeah. how we only have one super bowl to show for this that is yeah. absolutely what every single new orleans saints fan feels like how could you even consider that we wouldn't feel that way well, what i what i told yeah. ralph we, we did a little test podcast today and you know the prevailing thought for me is just i actually 
have been dealing with this okay. And you, I, I actually thought it would be much worse. Like I, I went in my head over how it would feel to lose to Tom Brady and how devastating that would be as Drew's last game. But so I expected to be crushed, uh, but I wasn't. I felt okay. And I think part of it is just like recognition that Drew is done physically like he just doesn't have it anymore yeah and so it's just like even if they had found a way to win that game like they're not beating they're not beating kansas city they're not beating, beating the bills they're not beating the packers next week like they're not going to the super bowl yeah. so i it's just like if, if the goal is the super bowl like yeah it would have been nice to get to the nfc championship and I, I still would have liked to have gotten there but it's like they weren't winning anyway so it's i'll, I'll be honest yeah. all day today i have thought way more about the no call in 2018 oh my god that, yes that was when the shot that it was there for the taking and it was taken from us we were robbed i mean i the saints would the saints would have beaten this i swear to god they would have beaten the patriots in the super bowl i, I, I said god. it in my column i said dave i believe drew Brees. he wanted to retire in 2018 he should have gone out on top in the pinnacle Alvin Kamara should have been MVP in his hometown in Atlanta. Drew should have been said, peace out. And in a right, just world, Tom Brady would have been the Saints quarterback yesterday. Uh, and that's what it should have been. But the no call, we got fucked, and here's where we are. But I, I yeah. believe Drew Brees wanted right. to retire two years ago. He kept playing for the money, for the for the for his teammates. He wanted another ring for the city. But it, really, in his heart, he wanted he wanted to be done two years ago. I I believe that. I I agree with you. We should we should be two years into, you know, the next phase, the next uh, the next quarterback. Cycle. It makes me it makes me sad to say that out loud though. You know, it's just like I mean, obviously Brees deserves to go out however he wants to, and the Saints should afford him that luxury given what he's done for the team and uh you know it's funny though because you know someone asked me the question like what if drew wanted to come back and would you guys even want him back i mean Uh, i i don't know no no i wouldn't want him back and it's not because i don't love him i just i don't want to see further decline andrew yesterday was bad enough I don't I don't want to see Drew Brees decline further. Maybe he gets nicked up and he's trying to play through it and I don't want to see the is it time to start Taysom? Is it time to start Jameis? Is it time to sit Drew? Like I don't and and I and I firmly believe like his body is in full decline now and if he would come back, that would be on the table. And I I don't I don't want to see it. Like I love you Drew. It was amazing. The best yeah. 15 years. You made the Saints from a laughing stock to every Sunday. We thought we could. We thought the Saints could win, even when their defense was the worst defense of NFL history, because we had you. And we were like, our defense is abomination, but Drew can go out and throw seven touchdowns against the Giants, and we can win. And we believe that every week. We believe that every goddamn week. And it was awesome for 15 years, but it's done. I don't want to see further Drew decline. I want to keep his memory. Like it is, and if he comes back, it's just going to be more. Uh, it's going to be more yesterdays than it's good days. I really believe that. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I. It's funny. I, I was. Pro- a lot of fans were saying this maybe even two years ago. Certainly, a lot of fans were saying it last year, especially after the playoffs. And I've been. I, I'm such a Drew supporter, and we've been so spoiled. 
having him as the quarterback as long as we have and his his just mastery of the position and his excellence and his he's a champion and he's he's a superstar and so i i've probably been slow to kind yeah. of uh agree and and uh maybe just resign myself to to reality I, uh but i mean now like there, there's no saying otherwise after this game I, i'm there and i just feel like as big of a drew supporter as i am if i'm there I can't imagine many people aren't. And here's and I want to say this. I forgot to mention at the top. Um, the hotline, the reduced version we're going to play today is amazing. If you're a patron, go and it's in your stream. It's 20 minutes. It is fucking amazing. We have grown. Oh, my God. We have grown men crying. And it's oh, it's wow. fantastic. We got cro- we got tears. We got jokes. We got Troy Aikman slander. The full twenty five minutes of the hotline is amazing. It, it's amazing, and I did it in chronological order. So it starts with people calling in before the kickoff, and then during the game, and it just descends into horribleness. But it's amazing. <laughs> you should listen to it because it's got a lot of great uh, Drew Brees tributes, and we'll get to it later. Um, Wait, I have one thing. You know, Drew. As far as Drew's concerned, I th- I think if we had Drew Brees from two years ago or any version of that of of that of him prior, I think potentially, you know, he he's good I enough that he could have won this game. I think if the Saints had, I think if the Saints had Drew Brees, any Drew Brees from 2011 to 2015, these last oh, no, four I... years, they'd have won a Super Bowl because Drew Brees oh. from 20, say. Drew Brees from 2011, he doesn't he doesn't get shook in the the Rams NFC Championship. They boat raced the Rams. If they'd have had Drew Brees any time from 2011 to 2015, the last four years, they'd have won a Super Bowl. I truly I truly believe that. Oh, they would have won a couple. You know. And okay. It, my other question. My other question is specific to this game, the divisional game. You know, it kind of felt there toward the end. Uh, I guess maybe after the Jared Cook turnover that the Saints really had to score. They really had to put points on the board. Uh, Jameis had already come in for the trick no, play, pulled the trigger, got the can't. touchdown. Do you think that the fact that this was Drew Brees' last game in the Superdome, for, well, this is a two-part question. I mean, really the question is, is, one, would you bring Jameis in just to change it up, just to as a Hail Mary try to get this game, no. try to win this game, because you know Drew's not doing it? And two, if you would... Do you think that the fact that this is Drew Brees' last game in the Superdome prevent you? You can't do that to the guy yes. on his last you game. Couldn't, you couldn't. Pull putting in Winston wasn't an option. Like the Saints, right. the Saints were sw- their Saints were sinking or swimming with Drew Brees. Like he had right. done so much for him for the Saints in fifteen. Like you couldn't, you couldn't fucking pull him in the last game. And maybe you yeah. should have, but you couldn't you just that that i mean not even if you're just if you're just thinking of it rationally like who has the best chance of bringing that team down and scoring a touchdown maybe it's Jameis. if you just talk about physical skills and who's able to throw what pass yeah but when you think about the history of sean payton and the amount of prep time and the amount of just history that sean payton has with drew I mean, there's no way Sean Payton's pulling him in that situation. There's just no way. No way. And But I want to say, Andrew, it'll get lost, and I think, it'll, I think it'll become apparent to America on Sunday. I think 
Tom Brady is a lot fucking closer to Drew Brees washed than people want to admit. He was low-key fucking terrible in that game. He just didn't make mistakes. He was barely 50%. Now, I know the Saints secondary played great, but Brady was missing dudes too. Like, I I was not impressed at all with Brady. I thought the Saints defense was fantastic. Uh, yesterday. I don't know. I, that, like, that pass by Brady to Godwin in the end zone that Godwin wound up dropping, I mean, that was a fucking dime, no? Yeah, that but I mean, Drew Brees threw a couple. He threw the one to Michael Thomas. He threw the one to Traquan. Like, I mean, he threw some good balls, but I'm saying Brady looked like he's on the decline as well, is all I'm saying. I, yeah. I mean, I know oh, people were... He's been looking that way for the... I mean, he, he's been better this year than last year, but you know, I think he's looked bad against the Saints three games in a row. Yeah, I don't think Brady looked very good. And I think he's going to look like shit next week against the Packers. And I think the Bucks will get killed. At least um, I'm convinced. So, I, I can't see, I can't see Brady back in the Super Bowl. That would make me want to puke. Oh my God. I know. I will Saints, fucking die. If Brady takes the Bucks to the Super Bowl. I know. I know Please. that there's a lot of Aaron Rodgers haters out there and I'm with you. I, I don't like Aaron Rodgers either, but like, Right now, I'm all Packers. I want the Bills. It's not even Super Bowl. It's not even Brady for me. Like Brady being nice to Drew and throwing his kids a touchdown made me hate Brady like a little bit less. And I I appreciate that Brady looked at Breeze, and they're the only two people in the world that understand how fucking hard it is to prepare your body to play quarterback after the age of 40 and do it at a high level. So I think they have that sort of bond in a way, and I thought that was really nice of Brady, what he did. But I cannot I cannot have fucking bomb-wearing Bruce Arians as a Super Bowl-winning coach. I cannot. I cannot. I cannot have it. So I am, I am full Packers, Bills, Chiefs. I don't care. I cannot have Bruce fucking Arians. What was the name of that guy in the Atlanta? Remember that guy in the Atlanta Olympics that found the bomb and Richard Jewell? Yeah, they made a movie about him. Bruce Arians looked like a drunk old version of Richard Jewell. (laughs) Rest in peace. That's what he. That's what he. Here's here's a question for the chat room too. Does does Jared Cook does his horseshit ball carrying? I know that horseshit. (laughs) Does that. Does that make him like one of the Saints' all-time playoff goats? I feel like it will. Yeah. Like I feel like it will linger. Goats? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yo, you mean just like failures? Yeah. yeah, like he'll be up there with Roman Harper, 2010 versus Seattle. Yeah. Um, yes. Roman Har- the the Scott Shanley for San Francisco, 2011. Like he'll he'll be on the list, man, of of playoff goats. Bill Bill v- Vichinovich or what's Bill Vinovich. 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 I mean, he's more he's of like a fan. villain than a goat, though. I don't know. Yeah, let's talk about this real quick. Who's the Mount Rushmore of Saints playoff failures? Who's on it? I mean, Vinovich. Bill, Vinovich is on it, 100%. Hundred, yeah. Yeah. I'm but putting then, Cook on there. And you know what? Jared throw, Cook, throw, yeah. Yeah, throw Granderson on there, too, while we're at it. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I would put Cook. I would put Vinovich. Uh, I think Roman Harper's got to be on there. Because of the uh, 49ers game. And, uh, I don't know, Ralph, what do you think after that? Fred Thomas? Ooh, Fred Thomas, yeah. Bobby Hebert, if you're going to go old school. Bobby Hebert was 
fucking yeah, you can't pick Vernon Davis, Fredo. It's got to be. We're talking Saints. Oh, here. we we got. Yeah, talking Saints players. Bobby, yeah, Bobby Abair was atrocious. Well, no, in we, almost we let every... Vinovich on there. Yeah, Vinovich, Vinovich, and Abair. Yeah, it's true. We did let Vinovich on there. Yeah, but he's yeah. not a player. I mean, yeah. I would say uh, Bobby Abair for sure. Vince, well, Vince Buck is it's debatable because we don't. I don't think he, he was offside. He wasn't offside, so he, he can't go. He was screwed. That was another. That official should probably be on there. Oh, you know what? You know what, boys? We got we got breaking Saints news during the podcast. The Saints don't. Drew Brees just threw another pick. No. Drew Brees is coming back next season. No, the Saints don't want Ryan Nielsen to leave and go to LSU. They're making it. They're making a giant pain in the ass. Which is surprising because Sean Payton always says, "Oh, I want my assistants. I want him to be. I want him to go on to bigger and better things." But like, he doesn't want him to go 90 minutes away to Baton Rouge to be defensive coordinator for LSU. Um, it's a little surprising. Yeah, that's odd. Uh, you know, I remember that he wasn't cool with Joe Brady leaving, and he he told Joe Brady like, "That's a terrible idea. You shouldn't do it." And he ends up going, but. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know what Sean Payton has against LSU. It's strange. I mean, well, the one thing I will say, like, like it's hard to have a part. Like, if a person wants to go, you can't, like, keep them and they're, they're, they're disgruntled employee. But Ryan Nielsen, Dave, he's a hell of a coach. I mean, you look at the Saints' defensive line. He turned Troy, he- Troy, Troy Hendrickson from a guy to 13 and a half sacks. David Onyemata, uh, Chai Tuttle, your, your UDFA adopted son, Malcolm Roach. Uh, even Davenport. Anderson. Yeah, even 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 uh, Davenport. You've seen improvement from him. His his issue isn't that he's not improving. His issue is health, right? So yeah, I could true. I could see why they want to keep Nielsen. Uh, but it's just it's it's interesting. Which is another topic, Andrew. Well, Saint- I, I just, when I Nielsen just, grades his defensive players, he calls it the Nielsen ratings. I feel like LSU should have to trade uh, Jamar Chase to the Saints to get uh, to get Nielsen. Yeah, is this gonna go Tigers? It's gonna strain the LSU Saints uh, Saints bond. Well, I'm sure I... Sean Payton is getting sick of Orgeron. Yeah. Edge his, stealing his thing, taking his staff. Yeah. Well, the thing is too is that the Saints are the Saints are primed to have a mass exited. Dan Campbell. He got the Lions job. Fontenot is going to Atlanta. Um, Aaron Glenn is probably going to be a defensive coordinator somewhere. Uh, Nielsen leaves. Well, I mean, that's well. This is this is bullshit. This is that's what happens when you win a Super Bowl. We didn't even <laughs> win the goddamn Super Bowl, and everybody's fucking jumping ship. We got the worst yeah. of both worlds. The well, fuck is I, going on? I, I think uh, in our uh, in defense of the Saints, I think they've gotten away with not having their staff poached for it. it this has gone on too long almost where it's surprising that, I mean, how are Carmichael and Dennis Allen still in place? Like with the amount of success the saints have had, it's surprising. Well, Dennis Allen has the Raider. Dennis Allen has the Raiders stink on him. He got the, he got his shot with the Raiders and the Raiders were abominable. Now, granted the Raider, when they, when they hired Dennis Allen, they were like literally, 
they were like, dude, we're like $80 million over the cap. We got to clean up the cap. We got to fix and, – and like they – Dennis Allen was in a no-win situation. But he still got the Raiders think on him. Carmichael, I don't – under he must be a terrible interview or he's happy with the Saints. He's, he's only interviewed for – I think he interviewed for the Rams job in, I want to say, 2013 – is the only time I think he's ever interviewed for a head coaching job. He must, he he must be a terrible interview. He looks like kind of like a Tony Dungy, where like he's really quiet and maybe he doesn't interview. I don't interview well, or maybe he just likes being the Saints' offensive coordinator, which would be weird for an NFL assistant. But it's 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 weird to me that like before Joe Brady, the only Sean Payton offensive assistant to get a gig was Doug Marone, which is. Fun weird considering how amazing the Saints offense has been the last 15 years um, I've told you this about Pete Carmichael get Thomas to go look it up like seven years ago when we discussed this but uh, he's yeah no he's I think he's just happy he's got four daughters he lives in Destraham I think he just is a family guy yeah. and he just doesn't really want to move and he's happy where he is as long as he's accepted Thomas, as long as Peyton still wants him. So. I, I think it, I think with Pete Carmichael, it's totally about his demeanor. I mean, Tom, there's no other, there's no other reason. Like the dudes, Dave, I got news for you. Does. Thomas, Thomas isn't doing shit tomorrow on the call with Thomas. The first 10 minutes, he's just going to say, Ralph, why do you keep fucking up the video that I keep explaining to you? And it's just going to be me sitting there for five minutes like a five-year-old with sad, sunken eyes. Like, Thomas isn't doing shit. He's just going to berate me during our entire call tomorrow. So you ain't getting no research out of him. Forget that. But sorry, Are you that. on the news this morning? Did you do your I this morning? I did, and Eric Paulson got a parting shot on me. Uh, I made a joke. Oh, no, I made a joke that uh, uh, he's like, I won't. We won't be seeing you for a while, thank God. And uh, I was like, No, Eric, I'm coming over <laughs> for dinner tonight. And he's like, Honey, lock the doors. <laughs> and that was my sign off. But I'll be, I'll be back on WWL. They'll have me back for the draft. That's solid. Oh, by the way, people were people were very touched that I said that Max had his first. Saints lose a playoff game cry the last four minutes of the game he was on my lap just crying asking me why the Saints weren't winning and we weren't going to have pizza next week during football uh, so Max is officially a Saints fan now once you have a good you're cry after, yeah. once you have a good cry after a playoff loss that means you're officially a member of Houdat Nation so that was exciting for me um, I mean, imagine. So my son, my my son is ten, and he's a total diehard. But imagine what it's like for him. With the, his first like real cry was the uh, the hail mary, the Minnesota the Minnesota miracle, Oof. and and then the no call, and then last year, and now this. Like yeah. he didn't cry. He didn't cry this time. But he doesn't. He doesn't the last even. Four years have just been. He doesn't real. even know it's like. Been awful for all of us. He doesn't even really experience like no playoffs, you know? Playoffs. Um, yeah, but I mean, in a way, man, this is more torture. I feel like. Yeah. Speaking of, I, I tell mean, that to the Browns fans. We we've we talked sure. about we talked about um, you know Drew struggling. We talked about Cook. 
But there's a couple other, as Sean Payton likes to ha- say, dirty hands uh, with this game. Granderson. My- Granderson. Michael Thomas, completely MIA. Cam Jordan yep. got erased by that rookie tackle for the Bucks. I mean, they had Saints had a lot of big stars come up empty yesterday, Andrew. You're watching the tape, breaking it down one final time. What stuck out to you as sort of a maybe a person that we're not talking about that like you were like, damn, man, you you got to play better in a big game. Yeah, I'm slow uh, getting through uh, the tape. I'm I'm like a quarter and a half in. You're so, like Eric McCoy. Uh, they asked him about it. He's like, I don't want to fucking watch that shit. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, I'm I'm slow to slow to do it. But uh, normally it's the next morning. It's it, everything's in the can and, and done. But uh, it's uh. Yeah, it's it's a hard watch, man. It's uh, you see the play where Deontay gets tackled, and you know his neck gets bent a little bit. And you can see he kind of bounces up, and you can tell he's like trying to shake it off, and he comes out, and he he ends up not coming back in the game. God, but, I uh, hate to that, hear that. I hate to hear that. That injury ended up being something we don't really talk about. But when you look at the way the Bucks are playing, and everyone was up on the line of scrimmage. You feel like Deontay was the one guy that could, you know, shimmy and lose a dude off the line of scrimmage and Breeze could go vertical. You know, that was the one guy that maybe scares you in terms of just his sudden speed when you play that close to the yeah. line of scrimmage. They had you know, besides, I mean, they had Sanders and Sanders made some plays, but otherwise, I mean, you had Callaway on a bum ankle, you had Traquan on a bum ankle, and you had Michael Thomas on a bum ankle, right? So. I don't know that any of those guys were creating much separation. I think part of it was they all were dealing with bad wheels. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I mean, anyway, the Deontay Harris injury was was massive. I thought. You know, b- before we get to questions and that sort of thing, Dave. You know, one thing I was talking about on Twitter, I was arguing with people, is I look back at the Saints, what they did this off season, and I can't really fault them. For anything they did, they they sure they 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 tried to go for Clowney and that thankfully did not work out and they ended up he ended up being a bust and they ended up keeping their second round pick for next year so that worked out in their favor but everything else they did like I can't complain they signed Malcolm Jenkins that worked out awesome Emmanuel Sanders he worked out pretty damn good uh, they tried to upgrade the offensive line in the first round they needed to Ruiz didn't work out. But clearly, they needed an upgrade there. They traded for Kwan Alexander. Uh, you know, uh, my boy, um, my boy Anzalone, in his final moment with the Saints, didn't look so good. But I can't. But I can't I think really. You need fo- to play the dead Mario sound yeah. But I can't really fault Dave. I can't really fault the Saints for anything they did. This offseason, I, I can't really look and say the Saints should have done this and that would have put them over the top. Like, I, I thought their offseason, they did everything they possibly could to try to get Drew, Drew a ring. Yeah, I mean, look, on, on paper, they have a very good team. They are a talented team. They are deep at a lot of positions. Um, I, I think anybody that follows the NFL that knows football – would certainly agree that the Saints ha- have one of the more well-rounded teams uh, in the NFC in the league. I think PFF, I think Pro Football Focus, had 
had the Saints as uh, a favorite to win the Super Bowl, yeah. you know, at the start of the playoffs, just because they have a, a well-rounded team and their defense is playing well. But um, you know what the great equalizer is? <laughs> yes. Four, tur- four turnovers. Exactly. That's exactly where I was going. Is is it's if but when you come the, out and you the, play the a Bucks? game and you turn the ball over four times, I don't care how good your team is, uh, and especially if you have an aging quarterback that you're trying to. Uh, the Bucks didn't beat the Saints. The, the Saints Bucks did not beat the Saints. No, the Saints no, we beat, the beat Saints. ourselves. We beat ourselves. We absolutely beat ourselves. Jared and Cook, t- Granderson, Breeze. Yeah, we 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 had we still we still have a better team on paper than uh, than the Buccaneers do. And I'll be interested to see what Andrew uncovers. Wake up. Uh, on on some of those interceptions. Uh, one of them, the third or the fourth one, to me, it looked like him and Kamara weren't on the same page. Yeah, it looked like Kamara was, ran the wrong route, maybe. Well, it, it looked like it might have been an option, and, and yeah. he thought he was going to do one thing, and Kamara did the other thing. Uh, you know, I, <laughs> but yeah, you, you four turnovers. You, you can't you can, can't turn the ball over four times in, in the playoff game. Absolutely not. You cannot do that. And, you know, the, you know, uh, serious Saints fans will will have were watching the game, and when Jared Cook fumbled the ball, they knew it was over. The real diehard Saints fans knew the game was over when they had to settle for two field goals uh, <laughs> early in the early in the court. I mean, the first yeah. Court. I mean, the thing is, that the shame of it was is like if they just could have got two scores ahead, I think the pass rush would have swallowed Brady whole. Like it was, I agree. right there. It, it was changed. right there. You know, it would have changed the game. Um, it, but the fumble changed. Yeah, they don't throw a flag on Granderson like if they just miss that play. And let's just say they call the Michael T- Thomas catch a touchdown, and let's say it's fourteen nothing. It's wrap. Uh, it's a wrap. I, I, I think it could have gotten out of hand really quickly. Yeah, because yes. then, because then this, then Tampa, Tampa, Tampa basically kept leaning on the Saints, leaning on the Saints with their running game, and it never really cracked the Saints. I mean, they hit the one play that the Tampa had had a holding, so they had to call it back. But they never could crack it. And once the Saints, if the Saints would have got ahead, Tampa would have had to abandon the run, and it would have been a party. But eh, that's how it goes. Listen. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Hiring? With Indeed, your search is over. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. 
Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting, but Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. Before we get to the questions, we're going to run this hotline. And I, I want to say, Dave, take a bow because you pushed the hotline, pushed it, pushed it, pushed it all year. And listen, I know yesterday sucked and we wanted to go to the NFC Championship game. But this hotline this week, it was amazing. I'm proud of everybody. We had a ton of calls uh, so this is it. This is the season finale of the Saints Happy Hour Hotline. It's time for this week's hottest takes from the Saints Happy Hour Hotline. I just want to conduct a search party for Sean Payton's balls because his ambush and flea flicker and challenge flag rain and days are over, and he's now the guy who bent over for Goodell and doesn't trust his future Hall of Fame quarterback to get eight yards with the game on the line. As we've learned with anything in 2020, it's all just a bunch of horse shit. <laughs> so fuck it. Uh, that's it. That's, that's, that's the voicemail. That's it. That's it. Play me on the show. Uh, don't play me on the show. I don't give a fuck. Guys, this is horrible. I am so sad. I can't even get angry and look at anything X's and O's of the game because I am so, so sad. I felt like this has been like the office in 19 and 20 seasons were like those last two seasons without Michael Scott. It's just horrible. 2018 was his last year of being productive. And... The timing of the defense getting good is just, it was way too late, and I am so sad. Dave, you look exactly like Artie Buco from The Sopranos. That means I'm going to need you to cook and send all Saints fans the fattiest, most comforting (laughs) Italian food that you can create in the kitchen. Please and thank you. Anything, any sort of Saints therapy is needed at this time. In the end, we don't always get what we want. And all good things in life must come to an end. That's all I have to say on this one. Man, fuck that game. The <laughs> offense is about as bad as Ralph's ability to pick an outfit for himself, man. Fuck. <laughs> the Bucks ran the ball over Saints like Juge runs all over old ladies on a tennis court. The old line must have been hanging out with Kevin. They just kept getting body slammed to beat up the whole fucking game. 
They smell like nougat. That's all. <laughs> man, what a fucking game that was. Fuck, motherfuckers, man. That fucking, uh... Fuck. Fuck, fuck, fuck. Uh, what a suck, everybody. Am I right? Uh, that was, uh, painful, but, uh, we'll live to see another day. I think I... I felt like the game was over um, as soon as that first pick happened because it looked like a holding, then a DPI, then an interception, and then a face mask on Thomas. And I think at that point I was like, you know what, I I don't think this is going to be us. After that, I just hoped that Brady would be standing next to Arians and that weird bomb strapped to his chest would go off. But (laughs) alas. Anyway, who that? Fuck the pandemic. Good season. Fuck everybody. Bye. Can't believe I'm a grown man just bawling my eyes out over a sports game, but it fucking sucks. But, you know, Drew Brees just did it the right way, and it's just sad to see him go out to a fucking bitch-ass fucking bitch like Tom Brady. I mean, that guy is just a douchebag, and Brees just did it the right way. He He's humble. He's not a fucking asshole. And so it just sucks, but, you know, it's, you know, just got a lot of good memories to look forward to, or, you know, just to look back on with us. So, who that baby for life, and this is fucking depressing, I'm gonna, I'm despondent, fuck. Well, if this is the way it ends, it was a hell of a ride. Fuck Goodell for robbing us of our second Super Bowl. Fuck that motherfucker. Andrew. Christopher Breeze. What you've done for the city of New Orleans since you've come here in 2006 will be unmatched by anybody in NFL history. You gave hope to a battered and beaten city on its knees and helped them rise back to prominence in ways that we never thought were imaginable. I'm sorry you didn't get to go to another Super Bowl run. I'm sorry this team couldn't carry you like you did for years. But thank you so much for what you've done for this city. Thank you for everything that you've fucking done. It's been an amazing ride, man. I hate that it's over, and I can't wait to see what the future has in store for you. You will forever and always be the Saints GOAT, the NFL GOAT, the best there ever was, the best there ever will be. Peace, man. We love you. Thank you for everything. It was a great ride. If you got any questions or any doubt, if Drew is coming back next year, all you needed to see is when he left the field and he's gone into the tunnel, and he looked back at the field. You can tell it was like one last time. And um, I take comfort in that. Um, it seemed like he's comfortable with that. He's at peace with his decision. And um, I just want to thank him for everything he's done for my city. And um, I've been in the military for 19 years. Uh, I've been deployed to 52 different countries, and uh, not deployed, but uh, I've been to 52 different countries, deployed many times, and a lot of times, that's my connection to home, is the Saints, and and everything that he's done for the city, and um, so much the city has been through, and when times that... um, it was just impossible to agree on anything 
or we just needed a break from reality, we had football on Sunday. And that was um that was a good release. Love you, Drew. Who that baby? God damn it. End of the game. Minus four in the turnovers, giving them good field position. That's uh that's hard to come back from. I don't know what's worse. Us losing or Tom Brady winning. Let's hope Green Bay can keep him out of the Super Bowl. Oh, and Ralph, it is your fault. Oh, I forgot. Can someone please punch Troy Eggman in the face? That'd be fantastic. See, I told you the hotline. It was amazing. Uh, I was amazing. Uh, it was. Yeah. For, thanks for not ending it on the on the military guy, so I could have a minute yeah. to like get myself to get together there. <laughs> yeah. So we cut uh, It was emotional, man. Yeah. It, felt, uh, it was, and 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 we got. If you listen to the deep. full one, that's 25 minutes. They got like three more of those emotional ones, man. People were pouring out their souls at like one in the morning last night. Tough, you know what I mean, we all re- we all relate to that, though, right? That's no, we was, all like my wife. My wife was ball was last night. She was my wife, and and her thing was my wife. My wife was crying too. She said, she said, listen, I've I've known you since 2007. She's like Drew Brees is all I know as a Saints quarterback. Like he's he's the Saints man. That's when you you say the Saints, I think Drew Brees. And she's like, like what is it gonna what is this post Drew Brees world gonna be she's like she's like the Dolphins are fucking terrible we can't have two terrible fucking teams here you know <laughs> marriage can't survive okay marriage can't she, I mean we got the I, I gotta, Saints we got the say, Dolphins I, I, I the Rockets think, uh, traded James gotta, Harden the Astros are on the decline it's 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 fucking horrible in the Marlboro household I gotta say um you know I'm glad whoever brought up Aikman. Thank you for that, because Aikman and and Buck were My outright God. disrespectful to Drew Brees. I I thought like borderline unprofessional. And I got I, a lot I was, of problems with you people. <laughs> now you're gonna hear about it. That the, there are two things that really irked me. Uh, the way Aikman and Buck call that game, I found very disrespectful, and uh, and and just just how much they bond over everything that Tom Brady did. It was just like, are, are we watching the same game? Because both of them are playing poorly. But it's just like everything Brady did, they're just drooling and praising him, and it was disgusting. And secondly, Brady, speaking of Brady, does he just, like, work the refs every time something doesn't go his way? Like, it just seemed like every, every single every time there was an incomplete pass – He's in the ref's ear going nuts. And it's just like, man, yeah. shut up. Yeah. He's such a baby. Yeah. And I, I have to say, you mentioning Brady working the refs, I have to say, Lattimore, he was $100 million Lattimore yesterday. He really did. He, look, he looked like he was that version of Lattimore where you're like, give him all the money that I want that <laughs> I want that I want that that dude if he would show up you Marshawn you don't even need to show up you don't even need to show up 16 weeks just give us that 12 weeks and we'll oh, pay yeah. you 100 million like one of my favorite moments was when he made that uh great 
great breakup uh, on the deep throw. Yeah, against Evans, and then he did the uh, he cradled the baby like you know, like Mike Evans was his was his kid, <laughs> and he was he was Mike Evans's daddy. He was putting him to sleep. I'll tell you what, the dude whoever uh, shot whoever shot Mike Thomas Michael Thomas down, he might be Michael Thomas's I daddy. I was I was about to say this about Mike <laughs> Thomas because you know. Speaking of Lattimore and what he does to Mike Evans, I felt like Carlton Davis did the same thing to Michael Thomas in this game. And I, I just want to say, and I, I worry, I hesitate to say this because I feel like Michael Thomas is going to catch a clip of, the, of this podcast, like the three-second video of me dogging him. And Good. He's we'll get 9,000 retweets. Yeah, he's going to retweet it and, and come at me in my DMs or something. But uh, 5838, time code that shit, Thomas. Yeah, yeah. Uh, are we – is Michael Thomas, like, approaching Jairus Bird slash Nick Fairley? <laughs> like, where he gets the big contract – Junior Gallette, where he gets the big contract and it just explodes? I mean, goes I – combustible? I have to assume that he has an injury that's been lingering that has – Well, we know that. Not we know that. Well, I, well, I, you so can't, does Jairus Bird. So, you yeah, can't, I know, I know, but – you can't run your mouth and be as uh, as be as big a malcontent as he is. And you, if you want to do, if you want to be that way, you gotta be hundred catch, twelve hundred yards a year. Like that, you can't be anything less than that if you're gonna be on social media, running your mouth, punching teammates. Although it's it's. Chauncey Gardner Johnson, so we'll give you a pass on the punching of the teammate because we yeah. understand everybody wants to punch him, <laughs> but he, but he better. But he hasn't been the same since he punched Chauncey Gardner Johnson. He hasn't, but he's. I mean, Andrew, you don't have to get Where into do we it. Go? Where do we go from here? Where do we go from here with Michael Thomas? You can't. They gets, can't trade him. He gets the off season. He gets. He, he gets can't. Another, he comes back next season and. We you think he'll be back to being great next year? He can, they can't trade him this offseason, right, Andrew? Have this conversation. Okay. Rand, Andrew, they can't trade him this offseason. It's like a nuclear bomb on their cap, right? Uh, I, I, I assume nothing when it comes to Mickey Loomis. <laughs> Somebody, they had the Discord. By the way, get in the Discord channel if you're a patron. They had people in the Discord saying that Mickey Loomis would do shenanigans with Drew Brees' retirement to lessen the cap hit. Which would be that would be that'd be peak Loomis. Loomis Loomis almost pulled off trading a pick for cap space. He did. So that's right. That's right. Yeah. The only reason the NFL didn't approve it is because they didn't understand it. Yeah, I, Fredo, I see you asking about trading uh, Michael Thomas for Deshaun. I mean, you guys got to understand with that. The way I see that is, by the time the Texans would be good. Michael Thomas like would be 31. Yeah. Like the the, the here, Texans are this is a long if they trade Deshaun there it would be a long-term here, play with Here's the one thing picks. I I did not know about Deshaun Watson. He got the Texans to put in a no trade clause. So he basically if he decides he wants to go or the Texans decide that it's over, like Deshaun Watson has he basically has NBA player type power on where he goes. So that gives the Saints, like, instead of a no shot, it gives them, like, a 5% shot. But if we're going we're gonna to talk quarterbacks all offseason, I think if you're talking legitimate 
chance of the Saints quarterbacks. You're talking Stafford, Winston, draft a guy. Like those are your three realistic Saints potential quarterbacks. Would either of you disagree with that? Before we get to questions, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not talking. This is. Drew's body isn't even uh, cold yet. I'm not talking about. We're on to 2021, Dave. I'm like Bill no, Belichick. No, you are. I'm not. No way. No, <laughs> no way. I get it. We're gonna. We're gonna do. We're gonna do now that the Saints season is done. We got, we got five. We got seven fucking months to talk about this. We got seven months. We're gonna do. <laughs> we're gonna do like best of Drew Brees. I'm gonna get Thomas to cut audio highlights, video highlights. We're gonna have. We're gonna be Drew Brees celebration. Up until week one of the preseason for for uh, for 2021, the one thing I will say, Dave, and not to be political, but I worry that COVID's out of fucking control. I worry that I'm not going to go to a Saints game in 2021. Like I'm I'm legit worried about that. Like it is, you know. And you should be. You know, uh, we got to get everybody vaccinated. <laughs> We'll see. We got. Uh, all right. You want to do some uh, questions? Let, let's do. Uh, let's do some questions. But I gotta. Uh, gotta fire up the. Uh... All right, Andrew. Hit us with some questions. All right. We got to get Morton Anderson on the podcast. We do. Just yeah, to talk. He's got, got a podcast. Did you see he has his own podcast? He does. Yes. I've got 30 solid minutes worth of questions about I've this got, song. I got, <laughs> I got two parts with him. We could do an hour, two hours with Morton Anderson. I we, we'd have to use this song as an intro. If we oh, my God. Sure. We just This song for two hours <laughs> underneath. Uh, all right. This first one we'll give to Dave. Dave, this is from Johnny V. Would the Saints have fared better yesterday with Jameis or Taysom Ooh. at starting quarterback? Assuming <laughs> assuming both were healthy. Uh, I don't know. I mean, we just we haven't seen enough of, of Jameis to really know. Uh, you know, he's got that unknown factor. So you'd say, yeah, maybe Jameis. But um, I don't know. I don't know if I – I mean – I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if Taysom would have been much worse. I know Drew. You know Drew threw three interceptions. I know Taysom is prone to fumbling. I don't know if Taysom would fumble three, three times in a game. So I don't know. Maybe he'd be better, and he could at least take some deep shots down the field. I don't know. But like we discussed, it's a non-starter. It was never going to happen. Nobody yeah. is playing that game other than Drew Brees. All right, Ralph. If Brady, this is from Who Dad, H O O Dad. Uh, if Brady Rogers is the NFC championship game, the smug bowl that 2020 deserves, then what sin have we committed to earn such torment? I don't, I mean, I, I, I guess we, Ralph, we, have you been masturbating again? Is that, a, is I that have been, situation? I mean, that's just like, <laughs> that that's just asking here? like, am I crippled Dave? Of course the answer you have is hand, yes. You have hand hair on your palms. Yes. Um, no, probably you, you what we've hand? done, the sin that we have committed is, like Dave says, we went too far with our 28-3 to 3 jokes. That's what we did. Oh, yeah, That's I have said sin. that. That's right. I forgot about that. I, that shit's turning out to be 
very fucking accurate, by the way. <laughs> I can't believe you just brought up the stranger. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, it's like you know, you know, normally oh, you have to like I'm you have aware. to like sit on your hand for five yeah. minutes and let it yes, go. Yes, I get it. I get Ralph it. got it. Ralph was born with that. He doesn't have to do that. <laughs> I get it. Yeah, that's, that's funny. All right, uh, Ralph, uh, who dad also wants to know, can we get a live show meetup in Canton in five years for the enshrinement? I don't know. Well, hey, hey if we if we want to do a live show in Canton, we need more than 300 patrons. So if you're listening to the show, sign up, become a patron, go to saintshappyhourshop.com and buy some merch, support everybody, and then we can have a fucking live show in Canton. All right, uh Ralph, I'll give you this one. Uh, this is from Chris Moss. Uh, you can only have one. Do you sign Winston, Lattimore, or Marcus Williams? Ooh, Ooh that is a tough one. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say Winston. I think Winston can be a top twelve quarterback with Sean Payton. I think it's Winston. All right, uh, Dave, this is from Budrich. I think that's Matt. Um, which first pick gets the extension first to save cap room, Ram or Lattimore? Oh, man, that is a good question, but probably Ramcheck. Academy that Ram is going right? to be an off-season topic forever because – Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that. Yeah, because I feel like if you don't extend if, – if one of them doesn't get extended, you got to trade them. But we got this, seven months to discuss that, as Dave this said is from Bal- This is from Balky. I like this one. Uh, it's a rhetorical. Uh, it's uh, His question is, fuck Jared Cook or fuck Jared Cook? <laughs> no, it's fuck Jared Cook. <laughs> I got one. Uh, I got one, Andrew. Go ahead, go ahead Ralph. It, this is from Enriquez. I don't believe that Drew Brees was out there last night. Drew Brees actually ascended into heaven after we won the Super Bowl in 2018. This was just done... Uh, this was just a clone made from Drew Brees' hair plugs. This is not a question, but an excuse to play the sad Anzalone music. That's weird. That is That's weird the there. The Anzalone, dying, the Anzalone dying music and the take it to the top. That was really I feel like I just tripped on some really Go bad ahead. acid. Andrew, do you have any First more? Of all. Yeah, I have a ton First more. First you played the regular Anzalone music. You didn't play the sad Anzalone oh, sorry. music. Yeah. <laughs> so, Taysom, Stan, and Rain, your question is way too long. He, he's worried about the cap. Um, you know, trust Loomis. That's all I'll say about that. Uh, all right, here, here's a Chris Boulay question. It's right before the 2006 season. Someone tells you you're going to get three NFC title games, seven division titles, make the playoffs nine times, and you'll win a Super Bowl before the 2021 season. How do you respond? Can I live it twice? Can I, <laughs> like, fuck, like, and I said I would, I would do this all again. Like, yeah, 2018 was horrible. 2011 was horrible. But dude, this was amazing. Like, if if you're a Saints fan and you experienced anything before this, like, this is amazing. I would totally do this again. This was fun. This 15 years. It was, yeah. Um, all right, uh, Dave. Which three scenarios? This is from War War Dam Hawk three eleven. Which three scenarios would you like most for post Drew at QB? A is trade up for Trey Lance or Zach Wilson. 
B is trade for Sam Darnold or an equivalent free agent. C, Winston and Hill battling it out and riding it for a year. Ooh, that's a good question. What's You're about? muted. Oh, sorry. Uh, I don't really like any of those, you know. Uh, honestly, if I had to pick one, I'd probably pick the third one. You don't Trey like Lance. Sam Darnold? Trey Lance no, sounds no, like a villain from Parks and Rec. I don't like him. I don't like his name. Yeah. Uh, no, if it was Matt Stafford, yes, maybe. But Sam Darnold and somebody on that level, no. No. The, the, the Saints quarterback rumor splash reports are going to be fucking amazing this offseason. It is going. Who was it? Oh, Wait, I was listening. I, I was listening to somebody. They were saying uh, they were talking about Greg Williams. Oh, it was. Uh, I don't remember. Oh, I, the, oh it was the um, Greg Williams. Yeah, no, it was Jeff Fisher. He was on uh, Pardon My Take and they were talking about Greg Williams. They were asking about Greg Williams because he was defensive coordinator with Jeff Fisher. And uh, he was saying that uh, he thinks Greg Williams might have potentially ruined Sam Darnold because, you know, he's he's so aggressive. Even in practice, he's aggressive. And, like, he just throws <laughs> everything at, at, you know, you can't just, like, throw the kitchen sink at your rookie quarterback or your second-year yeah. quarterback. Like, you got to kind of ease him into it, like, even during practice. And so Jeff Fisher was a little concerned that uh, Sam Darnold might be damaged goods uh, because of Greg Williams. <laughs> Greg broke him. <laughs> Greg Sounds Williams, right. I don't know, like, I'm not a, I'm not a big, like, chef-cook person, but Greg Williams is, like, that spice that only works in, like, four dishes. Like, he worked for the Saints in 2009, right. but everywhere else, he's kind of been a disaster. You're yeah. talking about, like, nutmeg, huh? Not, yeah, Greg Williams, nut, nutmeg. Part of them. Yeah. Yeah, nutmeg. Saffron. Saffron, yeah. <laughs> what spice is Greg Williams? T- turmeric. <laughs> I'm just mad about saffron. Yeah, turmeric is good for inflammation, though. Dr. Thomas told me that when I had my neck, when I had my neck AIDS. Greg Williams is not good for inflammation. I'll tell you that. <laughs> no. Anyway, yeah, but no, just to go into more detail, Fisher was basically saying like, you know, when you've got a rookie quarterback and you're practicing, like you, you know, you got to like ease him into different looks and different, different defensive looks and, you know, make sure he's mastering the basics and that kind of stuff before you, before he can move on to the next thing. And he was basically saying, Greg Williams, you know, in practice, he just, he's a cinnamon he just, stick. Yeah. And he, you know, and, and he actually referenced Drew Brees <laughs> and he said, you know, if you've got a quarterback like Drew Brees that's seen everything, well then, yeah, go ahead, do whatever, throw the book at him, do whatever you want. Drew's going to be able to handle it. But when you've got a guy like Sam Darnold, who doesn't know how to, how to process every piece of information he sees, uh, that's going to fuck him up and that's going to set him back. Potentially you're going to ruin his confidence and, so no, that's why I wouldn't touch Sam Darnold. <laughs> yeah. All right. So we're wrapped up. Everybody, listen. The season was was it's over. But <sighs> but thanks for support. Listen, we this show we had fourteen thousand downloads this past week. So we know we had a, a bunch of new people listen. You probably listen today. Sign up, support this Thank show. Thank We're the best fucking saints podcast in the world we have the discord channel where you can talk saints 24 7 away uh private we you get uh you know 
You get this podcast every single day for breaking news, which this Saints offseason is going to be the biggest offseason maybe ever, at least since 2006. So you're going to want your breaking news podcast when the Saints have news and we'll be the first Saints podcast when you need your Saints news fix. And my wife will send you the booze bundle. Uh, You know, I'll do it again. My wife. At the proper audio level, so you get the booze bundle. It's swag items, amazing, uh, and you get the you get a special discount code to go to SaintsHappyHourShop.com where you can buy all the merch you want at discounted prices and put Dave out of business. You get all that for the low, low price of ten dollars. So, guys, thanks for joining us. Uh, been a fun season. We appreciate all y'all. Uh, didn't end quite like we wanted. Uh, but it was a fun last season for Drew Brees. It was crazy with COVID. I'm just happy we got a season. Um, but, again, yeah. thanks for supporting us. We'll be here all year. The rest of these Saints podcasts, they're going to fade away, not us. We're here fucking every Monday night, every fucking day. That's why we're the best. That's why we're number seven in Malta. So, for Dave, for Andrew, for Kevin, seven. who's MIA. Yeah, we're kind of uh, crashing and burning, huh? Yeah. So, Seven, uh, low. Yeah, we're falling. We're falling. If the Saints would have just won, we'd probably Come on, Malta. We'd probably be top five. Fuck you, Malta. Get get it together. So, anyway, guys, until next week, the bar is closed. Who dat? <laughs>